0: from some place you don't care about. It's Mondays. (laughs) Warning, the Surgeon General advises that this show is going to suck. (laughs) And some more information that Jeff usually says here that I have no idea what is supposed to be done.
1: Here in the studio. Yeah, with Carl In the studio.
0: It's Carl, Karen, and Richard's in some (laughs) place north. And then Mark Miller, you don't care where he is. He's in Idaho. And now here's the guy who really needs Jeff oh. back, Carl Franklin. <laughs> and here's the guy who's really regretting letting Mark do the intro, Carl Franklin. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank
2: you, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff oh, Maceo, like not available tonight. Mark Miller filling in for him at the last minute.
1: And we thought what Jeff did was easy.
2: Yeah.
3: How are all you people?
1: Good. Karen, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I haven't been with you boys in months. it Yeah, seems I'm like.
3: missing you, baby. We have been missing you.
1: I know. Where? W- what has been going on? The so show
2: I- has lacked a certain level of class since.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm glad I can bring it up for you, boys. A certain
0: feminine appeal. Karen, I think we're all regretting our decision to go gay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not what, you know, we were it was thinking it was going to be.
1: I'm finally glad that you were honest with yourself though. That's all that really matters. <laughs> we're, we're So ready many months again, that...
0: Karen. Can you help us out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I uh, you know I don't listen to the show, of course, because I don't know how to really download it. So, how's it been for the past what, 2 weeks? Since uh, I've been
2: It was good. Uh Robert Scoble was uh, our guest on the show <gasps> last week.
1: Robert Scoble? Like Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? No, like, I'm not kid you. The, the, he's the just cartoonist. like you, Karen.
2: No, no, no. He's not a cartoonist. Oh. He's a blogger.
1: <laughs> oh, never mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for a minute
2: there, I actually felt important.
1: Oh, never mind. <laughs>
3: Robert Scoble. He's
1: a blogger. I thought you were talking about the guy that does um, animation for Saturday Night. No, Live. no,
2: Robert you're th- Robert Schmeckel, I think, or no, Schminkel or Scoble, Schm- all right. Shinkel or something. The
1: ambiguous, ambiguously gay. No, duo.
2: Robert Scoble, Forbes magazine, has called one of the most influential, if the, not the most influential person at Microsoft.
0: He's but got what a- about the guy that does the ambiguously gay duo on Saturday Night Live? That's who she's thinking of. <laughs> that's yeah. who I
1: was thinking of. Yeah, he's good. Right. I like him. All right, sorry. But Smigle. anyway, so
0: that's. Smegle?
1: Smeagle, I think. Never You're right. mind. Smigle.
2: You're right. Dangerously close to Schmeckle, actually.
1: Dangerously <laughs> dangerously richard good. campbell
2: how's canada you seen any moose lately
3: no moose here man any bears beavers no they, uh, the bears have been back they haven't pooped in my backyard lately but they punch holes in my garbage can yeah
1: seriously
0: oh seriously
1: what kind of bears blacks oh
0: those are angry f-ing bears man no <laughs> black yeah, they're, bears they're- are
1: they're- teddy bears
3: I got the best kind of bear because this bear, when he takes my garbage, he doesn't make a mess. He takes the bag and he leaves. Oh, that's great. So I go home, my garbage can's knocked over,
0: no garbage. And I'm just waving out the back, hey, thanks very much for taking out my garbage. I can just see, and you see the bear like walking away, you know, the garbage sack slung over his back. He's (laughs) just walking along.
2: You got one up on me in my neighborhood. I'd have that. It cost me 20 bucks. So, you know, to have the neighborhood kid.
1: (laughs) Oh, you pay the neighborhood kid to take your garbage?
2: Robbie. Robbie does Robbie, our garbage. Yeah,
1: but he doesn't charge us. Yeah, he he's char- t- he been doing my garbage since we moved Actually, here. I
2: don't even know what we pay him because Gretchen does that. So, I mean my wife. who <laughs> shall remain unnamed on this show. <laughs>
1: wife X. Yeah.
2: So, Mark, how are you, man? Uh,
0: well, Carl, quite frankly, I'm a little bit upset.
2: And why should that be any different than last week?
0: Well, it's the wife again, Carl. Yeah. (laughs) We're out at McDonald's at lunch today, you know, the very staple of my existence. (laughs) And a a new guy's there. He's taking my order. Now I order the usual. I finish up with, uh, and three oatmeal cookies, please. Yeah. And then my wife from behind, out of nowhere, she throws out this little snipe. Some people like chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) (laughs) I ask you, Carl, is nothing sacred? All I'm trying to do is go to McDonald's. I'm ha- trying to have a well-balanced, healthy meal consisting of burgers pulled from a tray and fries with extra salt. Rounded out by three oatmeal cookies for a dollar. Now, Carl, I'm not sure if you realize this or not, but oatmeal cookies do include raisins. And raisins, like that piano-playing freak Liberace, they're part of the fruit family. That means, <laughs> that means they're good for you. Just wait until you hear the disclaimer next week. And so, so now I'm thinking, like, oh, Jesus, No, she's trying to interfere with my cookie-eating experience. I ask you, Carl, what part of I do entitles her to some of my cookies? <laughs> so divorce, let's recap, man. shall we? My wife has just dropped the mother of all awkward bombs, <laughs> and now I realize that all the employees of McDonald's who like to refer to me by my nickname, which is... Uh, Hey, look, there's that freaky guy who eats here every day. He should be dead (laughs) by now. (laughs) They're all stopping and looking at me. They're they're all nervous. Their eyes are wide open. Their jaws dropped and they're just stunned. Like they're waiting for me to say something as if I might actually try to change my order. (laughs) Everyone's (laughs) paralyzed except, of course, for the new guy who apparently hasn't been briefed yet on my special needs. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> f-? I wear the pants in this family. <laughs> you heard me. I said I wanted three <laughs> damn oatmeal cookies. <laughs> of, course, <laughs> of course, that's what I want to say, but I hold off because I figure that maybe right now would be a good time to try out that new breathing technique that my fucking psychotherapist has been pushing on me. As if I need a fucking read me filed on how to breathe. Ha! Jesus, Carl. Sometimes I wonder if all this court-ordered therapy is doing me any f***ing good. <laughs> now, kids, as you know, I've been married for a long time—a very long time—and uh-huh. I've got a tip for anyone out there who's interested in recreating hell on earth and testing the very limits of the human soul. I mean, keeping the marriage lasting a long time. You know, I don't know why I said that other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been thinking about something else. Well, anyway, like I said, I'm a strong believer in working very hard to give off the appearance that you are actually concerned and listening, and you really do care about whatever the f*** your so-called significant other is whining about now. Uh (laughs) This, I've learned, is important. And so with the entire staff of McDonald's in a state of paralysis, all eyes on me, I begrudgingly say, uh... Two and a half oatmeal cookies and one half of a chocolate chip cookie, please. <laughs> of course, the new guy starts to explain that he can't cut the cookies in half, but before he finishes the manager runs up, pushes the new guy aside, and oh boy, he's chopping cookies like a crack addicted chef at Benny Hanna's. <laughs> so anyway, Carl, the wife's cutting into my food supply. What's next? <laughs> What's next? I, I honestly
2: don't know. It sounds <laughs> sounds like grounds for divorce. Well, let's start this show off right with a little segment we call the Week
0: in Geek.
2: Hoo-ah. And this is where I, Carl Franklin, comb all the weekly news stories and find the science and technology stories that you could be interested in if only you listen to Mondays. Story number one: Car crashes of the future to be caused by drivers tuning into Direct TV. From Associated Press in Detroit. As their average commute time rises, Americans are making their vehicles increasingly home-like with cushy seats, multiple zones of climate control, and DVD players. So it's no surprise that the next big thing in vehicle accessories is satellite television. woo <laughs> Quote, People want the same entertainment and services they have at home in their car, end quote, said Chris Watson, a spokesman for Rhode Island-based KVH Industries Incorporated, which first introduced satellite TV in vehicles two years ago. Quote, it is really becoming an extension of the living room, end quote. And after satellite TV, well, analysts say that General Motors is in talks with Select Comfort, makers of the sleep number bed, to change the very nature of car seats as we know them today. No longer will long-distance drivers merely tolerate their rigid and largely uncomfortable driving thrones, opting instead to dial in their firmness preference, their sleep number, and slip away into unconsciousness behind the wheel of their four-ton gas-chugging double-wides as scents of lavender and apple pie waft over them from the built-in fragrance generator and the sounds of a babbling brook dance in their heads in 5.1 surround sound. (laughs)
3: <laughs> lovely
2: <laughs> just lovely <laughs> story number two Mondays to hit the road with a .NET Rocks road trip that's right <laughs> Mondays the ever irreverent geek radio show will be hitching a ride with a nascent .NET Rocks Visual Studio 2005 road trip and recording show number 38 live at an as yet undisclosed location in northwest Austin, Texas Saturday, October 29th at around lunchtime Mark Miller, Jeff Maciolick, Richard Camel, and myself will be recording Mondays in front of a live audience. If you'd like to get in on the action in Austin, Texas, just stay tuned to the website at www.netrocks.com slash roadtrip. And Dwayne, if you're listening, I was just kidding, man. We're really going to be in Siberia on October 29th. (laughs) Just like we told you, Dwayne. No, really, Dwayne. Really? Story number three, ding dong, time to pray from the Associated Press in the Hague, Netherlands. For Muslims, it's a high-tech call to prayer. A new cellular telephone generates five automated <laughs> reminders a day at prayer time, points Muslims in the direction of Mecca, and <laughs> contains a copy of the Islamic holy book, the Koran, in both Arabic and English. Already available in the Middle East and Asia, Ilkhon, Arabic for Universe, Recently, went on sale in the Netherlands for its European debut, and not wanting to be outdone, Motorola has gotten the message and is producing a phone for evangelical Christians called Ilphony. In a similar fashion, <laughs> in a similar fashion, the Ilphony reminds evangelicals to listen to Jerry Falwell, stay in bad relationships, beat up fags, and drink large quantities of gin when nobody's looking.
0: Wait, beat up what? Beat up who?
2: That's what they said.
0: That's a quote? (laughs) Story
2: number four. Apple to unveil new video iPod on Wednesday. From Reuters in San Francisco. Apple Computer Incorporated has emailed invitations to reporters for a special event next week. That would be this week. Prompting speculation on the internet that the company would unveil a long-rumored iPod that can display videos. The invitation from Apple, which is notoriously tight-lipped about its future products, said simply, quote, one more thing, dot, 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 end quote. Many analysts have said Apple is all but certain to introduce a version of the number one digital music player that can also play video. Most models of the current iPods, in addition to playing music, can also display photos and perform other functions with accessories that are sold separately. Monday's correspondent Mark Miller took a trip to Apple's Cupertino offices last week to see if he
0: could get a scoop and was repeatedly asked to leave. Isn't that right, Mark? That's right, Carl. The Apple Nazis were on high alert once they got wind of my visit. I was greeted at the front door by 13 bodybuilders, and they all must go to the same barbershop in Taylor because every one of these guys has apparently dyed their hair bright white, and they're all wearing these black suits and dark sunglasses. <laughs> of course, they're all standing shoulder to shoulder, effectively barring my entry. I tell you, Carl... Security must have had my picture or something, because I'm usually able to reach the R&D labs before security figures out there's been a breach. (laughs) Of course, before I can tell these gentlemen that I'm so impressed with their level of security, out comes a much taller genetic freak. And he's also got white hair and one of those superhero chins that the chicks seem to dig. Only this guy was no superhero. You know, it really makes me wonder about Apple, Carl. I'm beginning to think there might be something darker, more sinister going on than the rest of the world is led to believe. Jesus, that's crazy. They wouldn't even let you talk to the receptionist? They wouldn't even let me in the bathroom, Carl. They said it was broken. I mean, what kind of Fortune 500 company leaves a bathroom in a state of disrepair? (laughs) It's as if they didn't even have to go, ever. Huh? Well, Carl, as I already said, I tried to use the bathroom. I'd been driving for a while and I was in the rather uncomfortable position of either wetting myself or exploding. And the way these Apple Maniacs have their secret headquarters located out in the desert, the nearest men's room was like 35 miles away. (laughs) Oh, man. So I was forced to, like, whip it out and play fireman in public. And I'm not ashamed to say that I marked a little territory on the freaks in black.
2: Oh, God.
0: (laughs) So at first it's, like, really subtle, right? I mean, just like a little splash on their shoes just to see if they react. But I'm getting nothing. So then I accidentally spray a bit on some guy's pants. Uh, Sorry, buddy. And still no reaction. Soon I'm writing my name across their suits in big cursive letters (laughs) What, and they didn't kick your ass? I'm telling you, Carl, no emotional response I mean, not even when I started doing a sinusoidal waveform across the lineup I mean, you know, I think a normal person would have reacted a little differently, don't you? This is unbelievable Anyway, after about like 65 seconds of liquid extrusion I decided there were probably too many of them to take on at once But don't you worry, Carl I've got a feeling that I'm going to meet these guys again sometime in the future. So did you get any kind of story at all, Mark? Story? It's f***ing Apple, Carl. It's probably some kind of small but edible music player that tastes like a chocolate waver. Mark! (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Yes, I was able to track down an elusive yet highly vocal architect at a research lab in San Jose. He claims to have been a consultant on the Video iPod Project. Mm. Hey, Jeff, can you play that interview, please?
4: Hello, Mr. Miller.
0: Hello, Mr. Uh, Don't say sh- it. Um, Mr. uh You really are an idiot,
4: aren't you, Mr. Miller? <laughs> so, you say you were a
0: consultant on this uh, video iPod project. What exactly did you do?
4: Well, I did what any expert in nanoscale transfobulator technology would do. They came to me with a bunch of designs, and I looked at them briefly, and took a big crap, and went I yeah. asked with them, and immediately got to work on a real design. <laughs> so you designed
0: the video iPod.
4: Well, uh, not exactly, uh... Let's just say I focused the energies of the alleged electronics architects until they came up with a final design resulting in the video <laughs> iPod.
0: So you're telling me that they had other ideas?
4: They did not have ideas. What they had was roughly equivalent to a slow-moving mental bowel movement, (laughs) and I was the only one with ideas. They merely provided a cranial excrement-covered canvas, which I was able to squeegee off and use to paint my glorious masterpiece.
3: Nasty.
0: You're learning some new uh, vocabulary words, aren't you there, Mr. uh, Schmeckle?
4: Uh, Yes, Mr. Miller.
0: All right. So, uh, well, tell us what other uh, suggestions did they present you with?
4: Well, uh, there were many, but one that sticks out like a moron sandwich. <laughs> consumable cylindrical cone-forming wood-enclosed graphite rod shaping device. Uh,
1: the iPod yeah.
4: pencil sharpener. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, that was the first design that I used as a turd exfoliator. Oh. Uh, uh,
0: I see, Mr. Scoople. Uh, so, how did they finally go. stumble across the idea for the video iPod?
4: Well, it all came into sharp focus uh, when they came to me crushed, defeated, completely tapped to their creativity, and I said those fateful two magic words to them.
0: Golly gee, Mr. Skippy, are you saying <laughs> video iPod?
4: No, portable porn. Uh, uh. You should have seen their little Caltech eyes <laughs> light up when I mentioned the <laughs> P <a B> word. <laughs> One of those little salivating <laughs> hounds even invented a bold new user interface <laughs> for dynamic video zooming <laughs> using the tip <laughs> of the
0: top. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, disgusting.
4: It certainly is. The schmuck got a $15 million research grant. For that little pile of hippocampic vomit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Scrotum, what are you doing now?
4: Speckle! Speckle! Jesus! Get it right! <laughs> well, right now I'm uh, doing some quality control testing on the early units to see if the video iPod actually lives up to its namesake.
0: Uh-huh. So you're watching a movie now.
4: Well, uh, it's not really a movie, but, uh, yes, I am watching a video. Uh, There's not much of a plot to say. (laughs) uh, Well, uh, I am now testing the tongue zoom feature. (laughs) Uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, Okay, I'm going to give you some time alone right now. We'll, we'll talk about this later. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> oh, that was nasty.
1: <laughs> I, d- oh, I need a shower. I'm dirty. <laughs> I need a shower. Good
2: God. Wow. I don't think we've ever seen that side of Schmeckle before.
1: And never, uh. never want to.
2: All right, so, Karen, I think it's time for girl.
1: Girl. Girl. Girl.
2: Girl. girl. How are you doing, Karen?
1: I'm good. I'm very good. Good to hear it. All right. Well, <clears throat> tonight I wanted to talk about a topic that's been a cornerstone of civilized society since the beginning of time. Prostitution.
0: Hey. I'm
1: not I'm not even Thank really Thank
0: God, we're back on this topic again. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been? Where have the fluffers been? Did we did we mention Karen that we missed you?
1: <laughs> no, we miss you, you didn't. bad. No, show me some love, boys. I haven't got anything. No, no, actually, (laughs) I mean, no, no, that's not what I meant. Anyway, anyway, I am not even really talking about that fun kind because whatever, I have no problem with people selling their bodies. At least that's a renewable resource. What I'm talking about is the kind of prostitution that every parent, relative, neighbor, office worker fears. Fundraising prostitution.
2: Oh, uh, this no. is the
1: time of year where every, where every overly entitled school group slash sports team slash random collection of people decide that they need money for one reason or slash another. DotNet
0: Rocks road trip. Oh yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me that all those times I said no to people at my door asking for fundraising money, I would say a no to something different? <laughs>
3: Just how keep many coupon no, Mark? books can one person just own?
1: Exactly Damn my it. point. You, you, I subscribe to enough magazines. You just
2: keep saying no, Mark. Keep saying he no. He keeps That's
1: saying no. That's a good plan. Well, they decide that the best way to do this is to whore out crap like wrapping paper, candy bars, and magazine subscriptions. And you know what I'm talking about because you've all been presented with the super glossy fucking catalog and you've picked it up, reluctantly looked for the cheapest thing and wrote a check which you write off in your mind as some kind of, I'm a great big loser sap tax. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good... (laughs) ever comes in those catalogs. $8 yeah. wrapping paper? Yeah. $8 wrapping paper? Are you fucking kidding me? And everybody <laughs> buys this shit because it's like the emperor's new wrapping paper.
3: <laughs>
1: wrapping paper, yeah, that fits in with the environmental conservation curriculum. Reduce, reuse, and cycle, but for the love of God, not at the expense of a fabulously wrapped gift.
3: <laughs>
1: and... Candy bars, pizza, pretzels, other fundraising favorites. That goes hand in hand with the Healthy Choice Initiative. Who cares if there's an obesity epidemic? We need new uniforms, especially because no one will fit into their old ones after all (laughs) candy (laughs) bars, pizza, and pretzels. There needs to be a universal strike is all I'm saying, where we all just say, I am no longer going to pimp your overpriced, lame-ass crap.
2: Yeah, you know, they should just ask for money.
1: Right, that's what I said. Last year, I'm like, you know I don't what? need
2: any more
3: crap. How much do
1: you need? Do you need a check for 50 bucks, 100 bucks? Let me just write it and never send that to my house again. I do it every year. And yeah. last year, they took my check. But and usually, they, they don't. they
3: come back every year.
1: They do. They do. And I get the catalogs, and I get the thing. And it, it's, and actually, the, you, we just had it, Carl.
2: Cook- yep, oh, that's right. Makes Our make- kids are part of it.
1: Our kids are part of the problem. They're no, part my of the problem. Not. My boy knows. He's like, I can't take that home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't put that in my backpack. Should just Uh-oh. tell the teacher.
2: Just give me an envelope. I'll bring back some
3: cash. Just
1: what do you need? <laughs> what do you need? <laughs> my mother will freak out at me. Yeah.
3: How much do I have to pay you to keep this crap out of my <laughs> exactly.
1: house? Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly my point. Actually,
2: they should pay them to take crap away. That would be a good thing. Well, then they there want. Go.
1: And they want the kids. The weird thing is, is they send little kids out to be like soliciting. Yep. It's right. kind. Of, it's all very creepy to me. Very creepy. Anyway, that's Karen, all. Karen,
2: it's good to have you back. And now it's time for Mark Miller to bring on the dumb people. In a little segment we call Dumber Than Me, Mr. Miller. Who are those dumb people?
0: Thanks, Carl. This is definitely a little, little segment of Dumber Than Me. I've been uh, pretty busy. I can tell you about it later. But um, anyway, we uh, have one story tonight. Uh, Could have had two if if Karen's had a, been a little longer. The segment had been a little longer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry. <laughs> I did the same thing. If you guys had been a little longer in the intros, I could have had more. Time. So that's
0: what we do. I we write. We, I got ru- nothing. we write
2: our own bits while we should be laughing at everyone else's, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so story number one here. Uh, John Kim, a 23-year-old man from Kansas, he had a lot on his mind. After all, he was in another state, Indiana, and he was transporting illegal drugs in the back of his car, and he really, really didn't want to get caught. And Mr. Kim wasn't about to let a little thing like Posted speed limits distract him from the important task at hand, which was figuring out a way how not to be noticed by the cops mm. <laughs> Unfortunately, before Mr. Kim was able to unravel the mysteries of keeping a low profile, the cops did happen to notice i th- I think it might have been his when his vehicle came hurtling by them with the air disturbance from the vehicle's wake, no doubt causing a subsonic pop. The- <laughs> The police car that pulled over Mr. Kim happened to be carrying a drug-sniffing dog. As police approached the vehicle, they walked around the car. Hmm. Amazingly, Mr. Kim, inside the car, happened to have a box of dog biscuits on the passenger seat. So (laughs) keeping as still as possible so as not to attract attention, remember low profile, Carl, Mr. Uh... Kim proceeded to toss those dog treats one at a time out of the windows of the car. (laughs) in a desperate attempt to distract the dog as it circled his vehicle. Uh... (laughs) The cops, of course, were no doubt thinking, what the f*** with all these doggy treats mysteriously flying out of the car in all directions? The dog, no doubt a consummate professional in the drug-sniffing industry, was able to stay focused and did in fact indicate the possible presence of illegal drugs in the car. Hmm. Of course, when asked to vacate his vehicle, Mr. Kim refused and officers had to forcibly yank his ass out of the car. (laughs) Mr. Kim was charged with felony drug possession of (laughs) marijuana and resisting officers. So, Mr. Kim, you fast-driving, drug-running, low-profiling biscuit chucker, (laughs) you, sir, are dumber than me. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) That's it? Yeah, that's it, Carl. So, uh what's the deal, man? I you find s- it
1: hard to believe there's only one person what the heck than you? were you
0: doing well, Carl I mean quite frankly, I've been out here all day on the west coast of California, keeping watch, keeping watch, keeping watch for what amphibious assault, Carl <laughs> amphibious assault from North Korea, no Carl from the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> not the zombies again that's right carl now we all know that the government has been trying to keep these zombie stories from hitting the news but what the government doesn't want you to know is that the numbers are growing it's clear that a significant percentage of the dead these are human beings carl that are no longer alive they've been getting up and walking around mumbling brains brains (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess those are technically zombies even more disconcerting, here at Zombie Headquarters, we're seeing reports trickle in that seem to point to a concerted effort on the part of the undead to acquire our pocket PC technology. Uh, why is that
2: disconcerting?
0: Carl, must I spell out everything to you? These <laughs> fucking zombies are getting organized. <laughs> Now, I know there may be one or two listeners out there who think that zombies are just the byproduct of a, a B movie Hollywood writer with an overactive imagination. And for the <laughs> two of you non believers, I suggest you hightail your asses over to shrinkster.com slash 8JE. 8J is in juju. Is that the military term? Juju bees? And then <laughs> E is <as> in echo. <laughs> 8JE.
2: Cambodian troops quarantine Quansal
0: This my friends is a little story that happened to slip through the dirty fingers of the government and hit the press before the cover up machine was able to get turned on. Now, this story claims that zombies are created by a new strain of parasite, which kills the victim first, and then it is, quote, able to restart the heart of the victim after the initial demise of the person, where the individual behaves in extremely violent ways, from what is believed to be a combination of brain damage and a chemical released into the blood during resurrection. Mark, did you notice the date on this story? No, man. What's the deal? Friday,
2: April 1st. 2005. Oh, fuckity, fuck it. Carl.
0: Uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly Carl, this is an attempt by the government to try to make people like you think that I might be insane. Yes. <laughs> but I want to tell you something. Thanks to the heroic efforts of the Zombie Defense League, we're starting to expose the government's dirty little secret research project bit by bit. Mark, are you wearing that meat shield? What? Do you think I'm a fucking idiot, Carl?
2: <laughs> well, no.
0: And quite frankly, Carl, with our troops still camping out in the sand, the government is clearly impotent when it comes to handling the growing wave of brain sucking terror on the verge of being totally unleashed. There is little doubt that the undead are preparing for a surprise attack. We think it's going to be an amphibious assault launched on the west coast of the United States. The only question is when.
3: I like this line from the general. We have obtained samples of this new parasite and plan to learn how it starts the heart and other major organs of the deceased. We intend to use
0: this to increase the quality of life for all. With extremely violent people from the dead. (laughs) Especially (laughs) after they're dead. Improving quality of life of
2: dead people. That's good.
1: Mark, recap with me for a second. It's just um, aliens, (laughs) zombies, and monkeys?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: And that's it. And Gladys,
0: his neighbor. She keeps trying to register me for us as a sex offender. It's not going to work, Gladys. Richard, save this show, man. I'm begging you.
2: It's time for Richard, the toy boy. Richard, I'm hoping you have some, an arsenal of toys to help save this show. Oh, I'm armed. What's
3: up? I'm definitely armed. Let's hear him. Well, I think we better start off in the audio category with shrinkster.com slash eight. J.J., Juliet, Juliet, because I'm all about the portability now that we're going to be on the road for the rest of our lives. Yep. And this is a company called Sonic Impact, making their Class T amplifier. Cheap. About one pound, runs on 12 volts, 15 watts a channel. Wow. 4 ohms impedance. Wow. Less than a pound and a half. That's pretty pretty impressive. And a, quite a reasonable price, too, 30 bucks. For a 15 watt two sided amplifier.
2: That's awesome. You and is, is this something that goes in the car or the home or where?
3: Well, wherever you want. It takes batteries, right? You can do whatever you want with it. That's great. So obviously, people like these. How do you know when, when, when uh, audio geeks like a technology? Uh, they blog about it. The shrinkster.com slash 8JK Juliet Kilo is a website about ripping one of them apart. Yeah! Because that's the basic measure of the love of a product. So it's called Reboxing Your T-Amp, and they go into details about why the amplifier is so great and how crappy the case is. For 30 bucks, what do they want? What'd you expect? Lucky it has a case. But actually, if you dig into it further, you find out that the thing's 75% battery holder.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that.
3: And so you tear all that stuff off. It's actually a teeny little high-quality amplifier.
2: That's great. Well, you know, Richard, amplifiers don't necessarily have to be big and heavy. I remember um, a guitar amplifier that I had, which was, I think, I think it was 200 watts a side. It was a stereo amplifier, 400 watts. And it was a Galleon Kruger. And I, I swear the thing weighed, like, less than 10 pounds. And uh, it had a tendency to blow up on stage, however. And I think they discontinued the model because of that,
3: but it can be done. <laughs> Speaking of blowing up,
1: Thank God. take a look
3: at shrinkster.com slash 8JL Juliet Lima. Combining explosions with sound to bring you to I Want One of Those <laughs> The Sonic Grenade. <laughs> Now, this I can see we're going to have a lot of use for on the road, because there's certain people in our party that, let's say, are morning disabled. <laughs> and so you pull the pin, you fire the grenade into the bedroom, uh, and you wait.
1: Nice. <laughs> That's great. As fun as reboxing your amp is, this looks even better. <laughs>
3: this is way better than reboxing an amp. Yeah. Instant they fun. Have three volume modes on this thing extremely loud, incredibly loud, and
0: fuck me! <laughs> That's great. That's great. That's pretty cool. I like oh, that. All
3: right. right. Are you ready to move along? Moving, Moving along. A real
0: grenade would wake people up too, though, wouldn't it's it? True. Yes,
3: once. <laughs> then you'd need that funny drug to get their hearts going again. Yeah. I'd like to hearken back to an earlier show in a simpler time, when all we were worried about was bad smells oh, and God. our fine friends at Liquid Ass. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. But wait. Do we really I have... have... Wait, wait. Richard, do we really have friends over there at Liquid oh, we Ass? Do. No, no, we don't. They know. send we us really free do. product. <laughs> I mean, Anyone who sends
1: really you free Liquid Ass is your friend. Oh, wait a minute. No. Anyone right, who sends sorry. Go you Liquid ahead, Ass is not your friend.
3: But wait. I found the solution. And it's at shrinkster.com slash eight Juliet Mike J M.
1: This is exciting.
3: Take away. And the website <laughs> This the is whiff, exciting. Fecal Deodorizer. Okay. Ooh, this is not no, a gag. It's a poop deodorizer no, but pill. It's, it's
1: specially Oh, wait a minute. You take it and you take it in your mouth and then This is a
3: pill. You swallow.
1: You swallow it and then I it see. makes your poop not
3: stink.
2: Oh, it makes your poop? I thought it made you not smell poop.
1: No. Oh,
3: I see. No, no. This is a thing that makes your poop not stink. It's a fecal deodorizer. So next... now you used to just rub it in your armpits. <laughs> now you're eating it. <laughs>
2: so when somebody actually tells you their shit don't stink, now you have to consider they might be telling
3: the truth. They
1: might be on whiff.
3: Yes, right. they could be on whiff. Apparently, these are pills you take twice a day for two weeks, and it actually alters the bacterial composition of your digestive tract so as to not release the materials that cause the smell. As okay. a side effect, you can't digest 90% of the food you eat. Okay, but And your food is bright
0: green. Yeah.
1: Here's the other thing. If that smell... Where is it going? Is it seeping out your pores? It stays in your
0: body, Karen, until you you become a zombie. And then then somebody fires a shot at your head, and then you are a big stinky all over. Exactly. It emits out your pores. So now you smell like liquid ass wherever you go. And I guess my question
1: is, why would you have the need for this? I
3: mean, If
2: you were creating and making liquid ass, then because it's coming out in your sweat, you just bottle
3: your sweat and you could sell liquid ass. But wait, there's a link for you, Karen. Oh. Click the link. Why should I care if my poop stinks?
1: Exactly. There we, <laughs> Thank you. That's
3: what. there. You go. So they've got <gasps> the answer, and it mostly has to do with what did you do to my toilet? Mm. Uh, uh,
1: okay, okay, but you need a better reason. Like maybe if you're a political, you know, like if you're trying to hide from people, it, I, I don't know. I, I was, I don't know where why you'd need this. It's
3: What I enjoy when you go searching through this site is the bottom of each page. It says, statement not evaluated by the FDA. Ah. And while this whole thing seems rather harmless, they are flatly admitting to you that they're giving you bacteria to digest and alter your digestive tract with.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if I like Mm, that. It's kind of... This is just another example of man trying to become
0: not man. Not man. Not animal.
1: Robots. Are we scared of robots, Mark?
0: No, robots are all right, man. Okay. Robots are our friends. Alright. They're gonna come help us. Unless, of course, you're talking about that biggie, 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 robot made by suck, Honda man. Corporation. A <laughs> little happy one. No happy robots allowed. This is amazing. So he's this guy who invented this is talking about is talking about what motivated him. He was basically in a stinky bathroom and he was going to invent this pill, and he says, "I realized immediately that the issue was one of a hundred percent participation. It wouldn't be good enough for just my poop to stop stinking. This needed to be a global movement to make sure <laughs> you know everyone we're spending way, way too much
2: time on this one yeah. site. Let's move on. Let man. the
0: whiff go. Oh, who's that taking the high road over there? Who's <laughs> Wait that?
3: Wait a second. Who's taking the
0: high road over there, we Mister? Are. Let me write some crap for you to read, Mark Miller. <laughs> and I don't have to worry about it."
3: Is that cool? no, okay, that also on my list of things I need before I go from the road on the road trip that never ends. Oh, is wish one of those com things. /8JN. That's 8 Juliet November. Oh man. <laughs> and Dreamio. Dreamio. Makers of the portable media center. And their latest product, the Enza. Now this is a real product. Uh. Uh, You You guys sound so excited. Well,
2: you know, I used to think that having a little TV that I could bring around and watch was actually a good thing. But if you notice, the trend in televisions has for them to become bigger and not small. I mean, the small things are still novelties, but I think people would rather watch big screens and little screens. And, And this is true. I noticed that when people get these things... They use them, they load up one movie on it, which they have to convert from DVD to DivX and then download all the right codecs and get the thing finally on there the right way. And they got this one movie on there. They watch it for like 15, 20 minutes. They go, This is the coolest thing in the world. And then they shut it off and go watch their big surround sound, uh, you know, enormous TV.
3: In my experience, they watch it for 20 minutes and then the batteries die.
2: Yeah, well, there's that. But I really think this is just. You know, for, for toy boy lovers out there, I really think this is nothing more than uh snake oil.
3: This is the future, man. I don't this think this is the like it. This is Windows Mobile, man. This is our sponsor, man.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. Richard, there's <laughs> there's
0: something about your delivery. I'm just totally picking up on it, man. I'm getting what you're saying. I you know, I think you'll you'll watch
2: it for a little while and then you're gonna say, why the f am I watching this three-inch yeah. postage stamp?
3: When I could be watching on my TV. And you go, left out the whole part about motion sickness. Yeah. There you go. Why am I throwing up on my three-inch screen? Yeah.
1: Why wouldn't you just bring a book?
3: Hey, there's an idea. Don't get high maintenance on me now, chickie. <laughs> I'm not going to give you my next toy.
1: <laughs> give it up. Because
3: this one, this one was on my list to give you for Christmas, but not anymore. <laughs> Shrinkster.com slash 8 Juliet Oscar. That's J-O.
1: Oh yeah, I love Lighted these. Lighted slippers, baby. This is a beautiful beautiful thing.
3: There you go. You could wear them you in me, bed. slippers with flashlights in the ends Wait. of them.
1: You could wear them to bed and then when you you know, it would you'd have like light under the cover. You can
2: you can't actually give me a reason why this is good. Oh,
1: that's awesome. You don't think that that's fabulous? <laughs> well, this is great. I've gotten up in the middle of the night and I can't tell you how many things I've crashed into. <laughs> that's because
2: your eyes are closed. Open them. <laughs> Open no, them.
1: My ass is dark. That's awesome. You you it would light your way but in a really surreal way that it's oh, not often geez. lit and totally change your perspective and if you wore them to bed and it was lit under the covers it would be like camping. Come on, Carl, you want them. <laughs> you want them. Say you want them. You want them. <sighs>
3: Plus, light up slippers, baby.
1: I think they're beautiful, Richard. That's that's plus. Just, I mean, e?
0: Karen, you got to admit these are pretty sexy too. I mean, you could just see, like, instead of wearing the normal high heel shoes during uh during that uh, you know interlude, you'd wear these instead.
1: Hey, did I ever tell you about my light up pumps?
0: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know, no.
1: You know how kids have the sneakers that they bang, and then you know, which and then way does they light
2: the light
1: up? go? Well, no, I have lucite heels. They're lucite and they're heels, and then when you. You know, you bang on them, they... flash, red light. No
2: kidding. So it kind of like you could recreate the Michael Jackson, Billie Jean walk where he's walking on the steps and they light up, you know?
1: No, it's not quite like that because it's more like a little strobe, but it's Ah. great for like if you go to a club or something because your feet light up. And and this is like taking the club home with you, Richard. Do you have
2: like neon, purple neon under your car? So like when you drive... I thought you were
1: totally saying purple neon underwear is what I
3: thought you were saying. She's so glad she didn't answer that question. Because you do have those Carl,
0: she happens to yes. The yeah. answer is
1: yes.
3: <laughs> uh, okay.
1: I do like my heels though, but these are even better because I do like. But they're they're set, they're they're very cool. It's like they're a very little spotlight functional.
3: focused on what's important.
2: All right, so if are you, you want to give Karen a Christmas present, you can uh, me some mail light it. Light up my feet, Cara's Light up my feet, baby. Care of Huat Productions, three hundred two State <laughs> Street, Suite five thirteen, right. New London, Connecticut, 06320.
1: That's right. And no creepy babies or liquid ass, though.
3: (laughs) All right. Now, think about this one with me. I'm going to send you to the link shrinkster.com slash 8 Juliet Papa JP. What do you think you're going to find there? JP. Probably something Japanese. Uh, Oh, very smart. Very quick. And you'll notice I took you to a Japanese site and their USB battery charger. Mm. Now, go with me on this. That's plugged into a laptop. Mm-hmm. What do you figure the laptop's running on?
0: Mm-hmm. The batteries you previously charged with it.
3: There you go. <laughs> it's infinite power, man. It just keeps going.
0: <laughs> I tell you, Richard, I'm really, there's something about your, your show today. I'm really picking up on these things.
3: Oh, wait, wait. Remember when I said I'd never, ever, ever do food again?
1: You, after yeah. the spaghetti USB.
3: Yeah, but that was Japanese food. Shriekster.com slash 8 Juliet Quebec, JQ, is not Japanese food.
1: Neither spaghetti.
3: In fact, it's English food. (laughs) It's USB mince pies in time for Christmas. That's right. It's a little pastry with an LED sticking out of it, and it's a USB key. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas. (laughs) The ultimate in Yuletide technology. Oh, lovely. You gotta love that.
1: I guess my question is still, would this make more sense if I knew more about this?
3: You know what? I got a USB tool for you, Karen. Excellent. I would never leave you out. Ever. I'm you happy know that, with right? my
1: bright feet. I'm happy no, with my bright feet. I better than your bright
3: feet. I needed a USB <laughs> toy, that, something you could relate to.
1: No, okay. Are you
3: ready? No, no, not know. slash 8 Romeo. That's J-R. Oh, God. USB dildo. There you oh, go.
1: Richard! What? <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> it's software controlled. Okay.
1: All right. Why are you? Why? Why am I relating to this? Is
0: my question? Well, uh,
2: I certainly can't relate to yeah, it. Uh, I
0: wouldn't know where to put it myself.
2: Mark, would you relate
0: to that? I. Uh, yeah, that really looks like a Karen seems thing to, to me. Be a female product.
3: Yeah, Did you notice the software dildo mat? Okay, so if you <laughs> plug it in, version one point five seven.
1: You plug it in, and can it? Can it then like take cues? Like, can it? Can you also hook up to your computer? Maybe your pulse rate.
2: You probably like could. That. You know, and then
1: when your and then when your pulse rate starts to increase, so does the amount of you know. Maybe. You so can what do that. she's really
2: asking is, uh, is the action controlled via USB or just power? Well, they right. do say software controlled. So well,
1: software controlled. If it's would software
2: mean... controlled, then you could write software to respond Controller. to other stimuli, such right. as. Such as Sweat, electrodes right. or, or...
1: Brain you, uh, patterns. you could actually
2: probably hook it up to a MIDI, right? So you could use like or, things that you shake or things that you wave or bend. Just a
1: microphone, and the louder your voice you got... You could do that, too. Right?
0: There as, you go.
1: As, as you hit certain...
2: So you want to hire a software developer? I do. All right. We'll
1: <laughs> talk. That's, that's the other
3: thing Now I need she's got it. some motivation. We'll talk after. Hey, check it out, guys. Get they the
0: got show. the Windows logo on their product.
2: <laughs> 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 it's too dumb, it's dumb.
0: been logo tested.
3: Ah! ah.
1: <laughs> Wait.
2: and microsoft is ashamed to be affiliated with mondays come yeah. on well, f- i'm
0: a awesome. little
1: curious about the two attachments on this i mean i understand the main shaft
0: yeah hey hey karen i was gonna ask yeah, you about w- that what's your position on those uh two attachments no,
1: what's my position <laughs> so what's, your, no, no.
0: what's your position on those uh the upper and lower there I'm gonna take the fifth on this one. I'm. Uh,
1: Tell me about upper and lower, Mark. I don't want to give away more than I'm. I'm being asked. What? Do you, what exactly well, do I you
0: think you know, are? Those are you pro, st- or you know, are <laughs> you know, you know, an old fashioned girl?
1: <laughs> I I, I'm still not understanding, honey. It's, bring it home. What are you talking about? Okay, oh,
0: maybe boy. we need to get Karen a read me file for this thing. Next U- toy. Upper,
1: upper and lower. It's got six different
2: modes. Actually, you guys are idiots. That thing is for side to side. It's.
3: No,
0: it's not side to side. It's upper and lower, Carl.
1: What do you mean by upper and lower? You're
0: using some kind of weird technique, I think.
1: No, I I mean I get the I get the one. I just don't get the other. Oh, oh.
0: (laughs) Now it's like boing, (laughs) ding dong. I see now. I see where they're going.
1: I just don't think it's yeah. I don't think it.
0: mm. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't approve of that.
1: (laughs) No, it's next, Richard. It's okay. I just don't think it's. Well-designed, I guess. Richard, next.
3: Shrinkster.com slash 8. Juliet Sierra. That's 8JS.
1: blind date?
0: So note to Jeff, we know, might need to edit, edit that last one out where it just ends at Windows logo.
2: <laughs> Hound bites talking dog collar.
3: Rude. Oh, that's funny. There you go. So this is a gizmo you put on your dog's collar, <laughs> and then you have a remote control, and you push one of the buttons... And the caller says something. So let me, can I,
2: can I read some of the things the dog will say? appear to say? Why, certainly. The first one is, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Canned food always gives me gas. <laughs> or, hey, does this coat make me look fat?
3: All right, never mind. I thought
0: they were I'm a loser, funny. not a buyer. Goddamn, this show her, sucks, so doesn't it? Oh, I can't
3: it we'll call this the sucky <laughs> show. There you go. All right, I'm in defensive mode now. I'm just going to have to show you good toys. Shrinkster.com slash 8JT, Juliet Tango. For the fine folks at iMation, this is kind of clever, actually. You got a tape drive, but you know that tapes suck, so what they've done is come up with the Ulysses solution, which is actually tape drive caddies that have hard drives inside them.
1: Ooh, that's a good idea.
3: Makes the tape a whole lot faster, and there's no tape. Nice. That's interesting. It's interesting.
0: What Are, are these 8-track tape, tapes?
1: No. Are
0: these 8-track <laughs> tapes? tapes? Even Karen knows what these are.
1: I know what they are. Yeah.
2: But she doesn't get the upper and lower thing, though.
1: <laughs> I get the upper and lower. I just think it was a bad design. Okay,
0: I think you should ask Troy about this. <laughs> ask
1: him yeah, about tapes. This the is not, the,
0: this oh, is not yeah. the right That's place. That's a
2: conversation for the husband. Not the right place to talk. So, yeah, ask him about the tapes. Ask Troy about the tapes.
1: (laughs) Okay, Troy, what about the tapes? What about the tapes? I bet he's all for the tapes.
3: Probably. Okay. (laughs) I'm going out today with a good toy, I think. I'm not sure, but I think I want one of these. Actually, I think I want a bunch of these. Shrinkster.com slash 8 uniform 8-J-U.
1: Nice.
3: And the site is CEOIQ. And the R card. Hmm. This is a business card that has a video player built in. So size and shape of a video of a of a business card.
2: You're going to give a a video as a business card. That's right. Player.
3: Well,
1: only to your most precious clients. And they run
3: about twenty five bucks a shot when bought in quantity. That's it.
1: Can you change it though, Richard? Well,
3: once you gave it away, why would you ever change it, right? Well, because yeah, you can load what you want onto it.
1: Right, but there's no like little satellite that's going to update information.
3: Afraid not. There's Mm -hmm. no RSS uh, aggregator built into it. Right,
1: that's what I was thinking. An RSS aggregator.
3: (laughs) That's the first thing I thought of.
1: But that would be a good idea because then you could say, like, you know, and now this is available and now, you know.
3: But if you're going to talk about an over the top business card, you can't tell me this isn't
2: over the top. It, it it pretty much is, yeah. It's it's slim. It's got a little video thing. You can take a video. You can give it to somebody important. There you I go. like it. And it's how 25 many business bucks. cards
3: are you going to hand out? After all,
1: four. Yeah,
3: that's, <laughs> that's all I could afford. That's pretty cool. You got to make
2: sure you're giving it to the right people, though. That's right.
0: Or you could ask it ba- ask for it back too.
1: But I guess what are they going to do with it? Really, you know. I mean, They're going to
2: say, this person does not know how, how to, to spend, spend money. money. Yeah,
1: this is not-
2: <laughs> I do not want to be associated with this person. Especially probably not good at a banker's convention. Well, anyway, uh, well that's the show. I'd like to thank everybody who is was uh, involved with the show. That would be Karen Greenwald and Richard Campbell and Mark Miller and myself. And, uh, well, you know, maybe it'll be better on Halloween. We'll see you in Austin. Come down and check us out, folks. Have a good week.